Welcome to Soul Talk. This is your host, Pastor Rick Qualt. We hope this is an encouragement to you as you walk with God. Hi, this is Pastor Rick with Soul Talk. We're delighted that you've tuned in today, and uh, uh, yesterday was Father's Day, so we're going to talk about fathers a bit. Uh, how can fathers pray for their adult kids? Dave, how did Father's Day go for you? Uh, it went pretty good. My, my weekend was busy, and as you, I, I think you'll, you'll identify with this, uh, Pastor Rick, um, uh, being in ministry, I, yesterday I had to really fight for my time. <laughs> with uh, with my family, right? Yes, you because, do. Uh, ministers' time can get filled up pretty quick, very fast on weekends. And so I had a good day. It was busy, but then I I, I fought for my time uh, with my kids. I watched a movie with my kids last night. Right. Even though you know I was pretty tired from the day, um, but I got plenty of time with all my family. It was just not your wasn't your uh, textbook Father's Day where. You know, I spent the first half of the day at church, <laughs> and although I don't have as much responsibilities as yes. the head pastor, I still have responsibilities. Sure. And then um, I had youth group last night, uh, early evening, and then uh, I, I went home and enjoyed my family. Well, good. That was quite a long day, wasn't it? It was, but it's uh, it's you get to the end of the day, it's it's a good long day. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I feel like I feel worked, fulfilled. but it was all fruitful work. Yeah, you feel f- fulfilled. Yeah. So, yeah, I had my son come down, and he brought me an ice cream cake. There you we go. We sat around eating ice cream cake and talking and uh, watching the grandsons roll around on the floor and have a good time with a little wrestling. Low-key best part of Father's Day is getting to eat the things you want to eat. Yes. My wife made me my favorite meal. And uh, even though I ate it late, oh, it still hit the spot. Great. 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 I didn't have ice cream cake, though. We're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my kids know that that's my favorite. There you go. Yeah. That's yeah, best part of Father's Day, it's right? The best part of Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Well, today we want to talk about uh, how fathers can pray for their adult children. And I'm thinking that in these days, how important that that is. You know, it's been one of the most stressful times the last three years that I can begin. Uh, I still can't imagine it, uh, the things that we've gone through. Uh, the last three years, there's been a worldwide pandemic. Uh, at one point, there were one out of three people in the world that were quarantined, and that's hard for me to imagine the mm. whole world. Yeah. And then there's been uh, racial unrest and deaths. Uh, we've got a divided country. It doesn't matter what the issue is. Uh, it seems like uh, 50% on the, are on each side. We've had supply chain disruptions, uh, the most recent one with infant formula. Uh, the cost of living and basics has gone up. And then... Uh, there's anger that's got out of control. The other day we were driving down the highway and just talking uh, back and forth, and uh, all of a sudden somebody came up behind us and wanted to pass us, which it's cool. 
we were driving the speed limit, but he wanted to pass us. <laughs> rookies. <laughs> yes, we are rookies. <laughs> but we have a car that talks to us if we go over the speed limit. Oh. Yeah. So That anyway. sounds annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. So this guy passes us, and there's really not enough room, and he uh, forces a truck off the side of the road that mm -hmm. was was coming. Yeah. And I couldn't I couldn't imagine this guy doing it. Uh, so we no sooner uh, begin to talk about that when it happens again. The guy behind us tries to pass and drives a car off the side of the road that time. Mm. So there is a lot of anger. Uh, in fact, we could call it rage. And then you put on the Ukraine war on top of all of that and uh, all of this in a period of about three years, it's no wonder that people get stressed out about what's going on. I think our adult children and adult grandchildren, if you're at that point in life, uh, really need a time of prayer. And so I wanted to talk today about three things that we can pray for them. The first is, uh, out of Ephesians chapter 6, we need to be able to pray uh, for power. The kids need personal power. Ephesians 6 starts, uh, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Yeah. For our struggles are not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to, able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything, to stand. Sometimes we think that we don't have a lot of power, and we need to be praying for this, that our kids realize the power that we have Back in Ephesians, the first chapter, it says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he's called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance of his holy people. Then we come to verse 19 that I'd like for you to underline in your mind. And his incomparably great power for those who believe, that power is the same as the mighty strength he used when he exerted Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the heavenly realms. That tells us that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead belongs to us because we have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Uh, in chapter 1, it goes on to say uh, what that spirit is in Ephesians 1.13. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked to him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. You are marked with a seal, which is the Holy Spirit of God. Back in the old days, they took, uh, uh, in ancient days, they would take, the king would take a proclamation, he'd roll it up, put some uh, wax on it, and with his signet ring, he would stamp it just to prove that this was from the king. 
Now, if you think about that, we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit and stamped with God's signet ring. We've been made in his image, and our kids need to know that there is power and that we belong to the Holy Spirit. So I think that's the first thing that we need to uh, pray for for our kids is that they might experience the power of Jesus. We'll be back in just a minute and talk about the second prayer. back to Soul Talk. This is uh, Dave and Pastor Rick is here. I just wanted to say, Pastor Rick, that um, first off, I had never really thought about praying for our adult children because I don't have adult children yet. I often will pray for my kids. I, I like to go in their room at night after they've gone to sleep. Uh-huh. And just sometimes I pray, sometimes I just speak over them what I already know them to be. Like I'll, I'll speak yes. over them like you are kind and loving because I, I think there's power in that. Yes, there is. Um, but I was really resonating with the idea of praying for power. In fact, I was just—I've been thinking about this all weekend, and I spoke on it earlier this morning on the on the program. Um, there's a scripture where uh, Jesus is talking to Peter. He's commissioning Peter, right, to be to be the guy, right. And he says, "On this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not bring it down." Right. right? And I was I was letting the audience in and asking them, what if we believe that, that this kind of power was present, that nothing's bringing it down? Like, what if we believe that? Yes. And what if we prayed that over our children? Yeah. What if we act on it? Yes. Yeah. Because we're marked by fear. I mean, we can pray for our kids for power, but we should be praying for ourselves, reminding ourselves as well. Yes. There's so much going on that we need the power that God gives us, which mm-hmm. is the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, instead of whining and complaining about things, we need to grab a hold of that and use that promise yeah. that we've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. I'll say this, this has, and this has nothing to do with my station in life and everything to do with my faith. I feel more secure every day. Every day that I live, I'm the most secure I've ever been. Very good. Yeah. Very good. And that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with Christ. Yes. Yes. So, okay. yes. Power. Power. <laughs> What's That's next? Where <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to take a look at prayer of protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got power in the Holy Spirit, but there is also power in evil. As the, it's like Satan is working overtime. Uh, we talked just a minute ago about... Uh, all the things that have been going on the last few years. Mm -hmm. And our adult children especially, I think we need a prayer of protection over. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, because yeah. It's, it's the adult children that are raising the next two generations. And we've got to, if we're going to make a generational impact, then we have yeah. to start with our adult children. Even if you're secure, you understand there's, we've read Job. Yes. I still don't want to hurt. Right. So, yeah, there's nothing wrong with praying protection. Right. Yeah. No, we need that. We need to remember that evil is alive. We can see it uh, through watching pictures of war and wasted faces of drug abuse and the people of random shootings because of the color of their skin. I, I can't fathom that. And then there's a difference between guilt and shame. What's the difference? Well, guilt is when you do something wrong and you know it. Shame is when you feel like you are wrong, that you're nothing, that you're worthless, uh, that you just simply don't matter. Uh, and I think when we come to uh, considering the shooters, that they're operating out of shame. They're thinking, I'm not worth anything, and I'm going to show you. I'm going to take away that which is the most precious to you in my self-destruction. I'll take your children or I'll take your life. And the shame is a condition that uh, erupts in violence when, uh, when it begins to overwhelm a person. We need to remember that the children especially uh, need a sense of unconditional love. Uh, and a lot of our kids are not getting that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think um, too. There's so much out there that we're, we're operating in anger. Um, Bible says anger is not a sin, uh, but Paul tells us to get rid of it quickly. And, and I think um, as I go on through life, what I'm seeing is, is that internally, anger is a good thing. It'll point us towards justice. It'll point us towards what's right. If we use it that way. Yeah, internally. Once it escapes us, once it's external, once our anger makes it out so other people can see it, it's not anger anymore. It turns into judgment. And there's the problem for humans because uh, we cannot exercise righteous judgment. We are not righteous. Remember, Jesus says none of us are good, not even one. Right. And so we cannot right. exercise righteous judgment, which makes judgment bad for us. It's bad. It's a bad place to be. And it usually, this is why you see, you know, mass shooters who, who have these agendas. They're, they're mad about something. Some way they see the world as being evil. But then it comes out once it escapes, once the anger escapes us, our internal, it becomes judgment. I'm going to pass judgment on the world. And, there, and, and that's when we can, we can easily see it in that context. That's not righteous. Well, obviously, but do we see it in our quote-unquote righteous anger that escapes us? Maybe we're not doing something that we deem terrible, horrible. I call this the good person trap. Well, yeah, but I'm a good person, Dave. Yeah, but once that anger leaves you, it's not. It's not good. No. And we see that with Jonah. No. There's a verse in the Bible that says that anger does not work the righteousness of God. Mm. And we need to remember that. And uh, you talked about judgment. We're not called to judge. That's up to God. Yeah. Our job is to be a witness to his power and his grace and his protection. Yeah. 
And so you've, you've, you've talked about praying for power, and now we're talking about praying for protection. Protection from evil, but why not protection from the anger of the world, too? Like, you've already connected. We've already connected it. You did a good job right. of that, of connecting the evil of, that's out there, the satanic evil that is attached to that anger. Yes. Um, yeah, I, th- I think this is great. The, the the prayer of power, the prayer of protection over over my kids and and myself. Frankly, it's hard not to look at the news and not get angry. Yes. Yeah. But but like I guess what I'm trying to say is like the feeling of anger is okay. It's supposed to point you to what's right. You can look at something and say, "Man, that's not right. That is wrong." But then once it escapes us, that's our problem in America. Is boy, it just makes it on the outside so quickly. Yes, and anger ought to give us the energy to do righteous things. Yeah, right, exactly. Yes. And we desperately need that in these days. Yeah, we need true justice. That's what we ache for. When we Amen. try to spearhead it, it's, it's not. See, Amen. Biblical justice and justification means a setting right. Yes. We usually don't want that. We want vengeance. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's we a, say justice, but usually we want vengeance. That's a human uh, downfall right there. Mm. All right. All right. We'll be back in just a moment uh, talking about uh, praying that our children learn to listen to God. Pastor Rick, back with Soul Talk. We've been talking about how dads need to be praying, especially for their adult children. We've talked about how we need to pray power, uh, that there's uh, an immense power, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, uh, lives in us. And that comes out of Ephesians, uh, a tremendous verse. Then we've talked about the prayer of protection. Uh, our kids... Uh, adult kids, grandkids, they need protection from the evil in the world. Now we want to talk about uh, listening. We need to pray that our children learn to listen to the Spirit of God. Every day we get hundreds of messages through social media and TV and the radio and uh, billboards. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can go to Facebook, and you'll be getting messages and opinions from people. Uh, we, get a hun- we get hundreds of those during the course of the day. And uh, in listening to all those messages, there's such uh, confusion, such loudness, that we have lost the ability to be still. Now, in that huge amount of messages and noise, there is one quiet voice, and that's the voice of Jesus. He does not yell. He does not uh, try to overcome the noise with, uh, by getting louder. 
Instead, he speaks through a still small voice, begging us to come to solitude so that we can hear. It's kind of like we've lost the ability to be still and to listen to God. And so we need to pray that our kids will learn how to listen. Um, sometimes I think we need to take our adult kids into our prayer closet. Yeah. Let them see us pray. Pastor Rick, this might be the most important thing to pray over our adult children and for the future generations. You know, the generations that are being born now or growing up now, they'll never know anything different than the way it is right now. Right. See, we can, you and I, we can look back at a time and, and, and think back at a time when we had time with our thoughts and we can look at now and say something's a little off. It's not right. So we can still draw back on that. Uh, but the, the, the kids growing up now, they'll never know that. This will all just be the way it is. and This is going to be their normal. Yeah. The average attention, the average human attention span uh, in the last 50 years has gone from the 12 to 15 second range down to 8 to 10 seconds in 50 years. That's not a small thing. We're actually even with a goldfish on attention span now. All and, the way up to the attention of a goldfish. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. And it's 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 affecting us in ways that I don't think we have answers for yet. And yeah, this is this is of dire importance because God does not yell at us. He whispers. He whispers. And um we need to figure this out because this is I think what we can see just from our early results here of this new brave new world we live in. Uh, is that it doesn't lead to human flourishing. I no, think we can already, there's plenty of statistics out there, but this is, the, this is the fight of the future. Can we carve out time for ourselves in quiet time so we can listen for God? Yes. And I feel a lot more comfortable uh, when I've taught my kids how to pray and listen to God. I feel a lot more comfortable about the future so that, when I'm gone, they, they don't have to rely on, on what I've heard or on my wisdom because they're hearing from God. And what better place to get wisdom mm-hmm. than there? Yeah. I was thinking of the story of Samuel back in 1 Samuel 3. and Samuel was a young man, and one night he was sound asleep when he heard the voice, Samuel, Samuel. And so he got up and he ran to Eli uh, and said, Eli, what is it that you need? And Eli said, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Uh, he went back to bed, began to sleep again, and then all of a sudden heard the word, Samuel, Samuel. And uh, so he went back to Eli, and Le- Eli said again, uh, I didn't call you. I didn't call you. So Samuel goes back to sleep. And once again, he hears the word, Samuel, Samuel. And he goes in and talks to Eli, and Eli has that little light bulb that comes on. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that this is God speaking to Samuel. And so he teaches him how to hear the voice of God. And Samuel goes back and sp- says, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And that's what we need right now today is for the servants of God, the believers, to listen to God, to listen and to do what he calls us to do. Um, 
three prayers that we need to be praying. One is for power, one's for protection, and then we need to teach them how to listen. Yeah. Man, we're, we, we don't even give God time to speak because we're just so afraid of having to self-reflect. We're so afraid of not having our mind occupied with something. It's like we've given ourselves, uh, we've all given ourselves ADD with this. Like, Spiritual ADD. Yeah, that we exactly just. Exactly what it is. We're just, we're almost afraid for it to be quiet. You know? Yes. Um, so we've got to train our minds. I think we can train our minds by starting with, hey, I'm going to give myself five minutes to just reflect on my day, at the end of my day. I'm going to leave my phone in another room, shut off all the devices, and go somewhere where I can just sit in quiet for five minutes. Yes. And then I think uh, we might be surprised at how God may want to use that time. Oh, may, he definitely it, will. It may start as self-reflection, but I think God will will use that time and monopolize it probably. Yes, and he'll give you a nudge. Yeah. He'll give you a, a nudge. You'll feel that, and it may be something you need to do. It may be something that you need to uh, get rid of in your life. Uh, but just remember that when he does that, that there's power. There's power in the Holy Spirit, and we need to cling to that. Mm. So Dave's been good. Uh, I'm praying these things for my kids, and, uh, and they're great kids. But we all still need those three things. Power, protection, and connection. Yes. Connection. I should have come up with that word. Huh? That sounds good. You see? See yes. what I see what I'm doing here? You're doing it. I'm holding You're up my end. It. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is Pastor Rick, and it's been really good to have you today. And we hope that uh, you've gained some insight that will be helpful in your Christian walk. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners. You can listen to this show live at KFEX 93.1 FM at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on most Mondays. Join us next time on the next episode of Soul Talk.